Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. Listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. I'm gonna explain that here, yes. so people don't think it was some other kind of little blue pill. So I'm a person who is susceptible in uh, in a hot situation of high heat and high humidity. I'm susceptible to gastrointestinal issues. And y'all can't see, but I just made this look at Alicia like, you know what I mean. I'm and what I mean, yes, and you know what I mean is that uh, I was spending a lot of time in the porta potties, the portalettes, as they call them. <laughs> um, so I was going around to different people and asking if they had some emodium because I didn't have anything uh, with me. And this one friend of mine who has a, she has a brand new grandbaby. So she has been like, like Cleopatra walking all over the place, showing off this great, beautiful grandbaby. And she said, well, I don't have any emodium, but I had my gallbladder removed. And my, uh, my doctor gave me these pills um, that take care of, you know, anything needs to be taken care of. And it would take care of your problem. So don't worry about it. So I'm like a damn crazy 15 year old. She just hands me a little blue pill and I just take it with some water. Done. <laughs> and I didn't think about another thing. I just knew I had to solve this problem before I taught a class in like, I think I had like an hour and 15 minutes before I taught this class. Yeah. I take this pill and by golly, it did do, the, it had the primary effect. Did I ask about any, any side effects? No, ma'am, I did not. So I'm up on stage and I've got 50 people around me to take this class with me and I cannot focus oh. and I have crazy dry mouth and, oh. and I'm just, I, I am ditzier than I have ever been and at one point they led a horse down on the main road they led this beautiful white horse that had been dyed rainbow with kool-aid yeah and I stopped the whole class and I said look everybody turn around look look it's a rainbow horse it was hilarious and did I could she never... give you a marijuana edible no she no. did not it was just something for my gastrointestinal issue which it did fix and then when I saw her later in the evening I said <laughs> like one of those crazy teenagers that so, their friend just says here take this pill and they go oh okay and then they just <laughs> take it and not having any idea what it's going to do <laughs> and, she, and she came to that class when oh, I was just hilarious. like what <laughs> But honestly, every, almost everybody I talked to was, they said, oh, that was a wonderful class. And I thought, <laughs> I bet you didn't learn anything except how giggly I can be. But it was, it was hilarious. But if I was, you made some folks laugh, then that's fine. It is. It is perfectly fine. And then I had uh, another class the next day. And at things like this, people, you know, if, if they like what you're saying, they'll come to all your classes. So a lot of the people that came to that woo class also came on Saturday. And man, I nailed that class. That class was really 
very well organized. It was well presented. But I apologize right up front. I said, look, if y'all were here yesterday and a lot of them were nodding, I said, that woman right there with the baby, with the little grandbaby, she gave me a pill for my tummy trouble. And that's what made me be the way I was. <laughs> but I redeemed myself, which was good. Man, I'll tell you, though, these pills, I, they have some wicked side effects. I have restless legs. Okay, uh -huh. So I was talking to my doctor about it, and he, he wanted to prescribe, or he did prescribe, um, this pill for me. And before I took it, or before I thought about taking it, I read up on it. And, you know, you know what it does? It, it increases your dopamine. Well, dopamine is the neurotransmitter that controls your in, emotional responses and a few other things. And it's like, you know what? I got a good thing going for the most part. I don't want to mess with that. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. Yeah. For gastroparesis, I got a prescription for this stuff called um, uh, Zofran, which uh -huh. a lot of people have heard of. Zofran used to be wildly expensive. Well, I'm talking over a thousand dollars a dose. Oh but now, God. of course, it's not because you know it, it aged out and there was some competition. So the price of it dropped. I had gastroparesis, and what it would do is knock the nausea out of me. And it would it would take my stomach muscle and smooth it. Well, the way that nice. it did it was it changed your serotonin level. And it kind of wiped it out. So you may not realize it. You might not have the gastric issue, but you, your world has gone gray for a while. And you may or may not ever get back to the place you wanted to. That's my oh personal my opinion. That's why I don't take this. I, don't, I mean, I have a lot of prescriptions. I, I do not take as many as I'm prescribed. Of. And that's the truth. You, people need to read up on this uh, before they, you know, before they just take something at a festival. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was visiting some very good dear friends of mine. And the people next door, door to them were people who uh, indulged in rather a lot of herbal medicine. Okay. And there, there came a point where I'm just sitting there drinking cold water and we're talking about all the stuff we're talking about. And I, I realized I had gotten like a contact high because oh. <laughs> I was downwind of all this. I was getting ready to ask you if you knew what that was called, but you sure did, didn't you? It's called That was wild. But I mean, it was a great festival. I had a wonderful time. It, it builds itself not as a, a pagan festival, but as a transformational festival. And so I, I had some transformative moments. I came to some really big decisions about a couple things that I set up some boundaries about things. It was good. It was really good. I'm doing more and more and more of those. That kind of, that That's has not awesome. been a strong boundary for me, whatever that thing is. And time to put up a better boundary. That's good. Well, yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> those are opera kisses. <laughs> Y'all get to guess what who's doing them and what it's all about. <laughs> it's just kissing. Ain't nothing wrong with kissing. <laughs> That's true. I've been told that before by some kid who wanted to kiss me. It's okay. Oh, yeah. It's just kissing. It's just it's kissing. Just <laughs> well, and I didn't do a whole lot of kissing at this festival. 
which is a good thing because I had not been home 36 hours before the first person announced, oh, yeah, by the way, I, uh, I tested positive for mm-hmm. the Rona. But nobody I've heard so far was anyone I was near. And, of course, That's it's good. an outdoor festival, so we... That's we even had, better. Yeah. So it was... I mean, I wasn't masked most of the time, to be honest, but... Because it's too hot. I was too hot, and I couldn't fan myself about a mask on. Anyway... <laughs> So we'll really see know what to I'm, think about that, you know, yeah. because I think, oh yeah, I just don't know what to think about it. I'm hearing about this new newest variety and I, I, I have some opinions, but none of them are really backed up. So I'm not going to say them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, um, and we're seeing the numbers rising again. Yeah. It's, it's much quieter. And let me ask you, have you noticed that, have you been noticing how the news Sorry, but how the news has been very selective <laughs> in, in the things that are being presented. Isn't it, isn't it just... Uh, yeah. Well, and especially the local news. Yeah. It's like, we can't say anything scary about that big old truck that was on fire on I-40 and backed up traffic for three damn hours. We can't say anything about that because, oh, no. What if somebody decided not to come to Asheville because the traffic's bad? Well, trust me, brothers and sisters, in Asheville, the traffic is bad. The traffic is awful. Whether a dump truck is turned over on Smoky Park Highway, which happened today, or a tractor trailer is on fire somewhere on I-40, which happened Monday, Monday. you know, Mm -hmm. it's just we don't have the infrastructure for the people that the Chamber of Commerce keeps bringing in here. We do not. And plus, and we're beer city, so I don't know how drunk half these drivers are. Let's go to <laughs> another brewery. I love craft beer. It doesn't have alcohol, does it? <laughs> well, we're back to the foodie situation because that's it's no different. It's a foodie uh, situation. Yeah, really I tell is. you, my foodie situation right now is that I have a watermelon. Nice, nice. Cut that thing up today. Are you? Well, I've been eating some some fruit, but mostly not because my refrigerator died. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I'm hopefully so the 17-year-old that they sent to fix it will know enough to fix it. I used to have a wonderful repairman for large appliances, but that, bless his heart, he retired. He'd gotten tired of going to everybody's house and fixing their burners on their stove, I guess. Yes. So Ooh. I don't know who I'd call now. You uh, know, I, fine. I, I missing, found somebody. I did. Yeah, I was missing two burners on my stove, and I'd cook a big old meal with two burners. So I just went on da, 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 YouTube, and I went, can I replace these burners? And YouTube said, why, yes, it is very easy. Go to Lowe's and buy these things. And I did. Are these the little spiral kind? Yep. Yeah. You get it, and then you just unplug easy. them, and then you just plug it them. It is easy peasy. Yeah, it is. I've done that before. Now I have four burners. Four. Count them four. Well, so you can cook twice as much at the same time. I could if it wasn't so darn hot. Yep. Agree with you. My mom's in watermelon mode, too. She, yeah. She's been eating watermelon and all of that. Yay I friends. met a, um, a friend over at uh, a restaurant in North Asheville and had a hot meal. And I think it was the first hot meal I've had in I don't even know. I didn't have to cook it though. See, well, that's the thing. You know, I've been I've been doing okay, but I could live on sandwiches. I could, 
It's sad, I know, but I never get tired of them. I could eat them for probably three meals a day. Well, that's what I had for lunch today. I had me a cheese and bologna sandwich. I I am in the beans and tomatoes mood, but I got to slow down enough to make a decent meal. I and tell you, the tomatoes this year are so good. Where do you get your tomatoes? Well, you got to go out farmer's market or the uh, tailgate market and get them. If you go to the farmer's market, would you go to one of the outdoor vendors or the indoor ones? Or it wouldn't matter? You know, I always go to the same people almost all the time, the Coates family. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, I almost always go there. I mean, their pri- the prices are comparable all over the market. Now, if I was going to buy them for, um, you know, if I was going to make sauce or salsa or something, big old bunch of it and can it, I'd go down to the lower level. Because um, then you just you know buy them by the bushel, by, the, by the box, yeah. But I haven't, I haven't. I mean, I've not been in town, so I've not done any of that yet. I'll go by there. I like stopping at Coats and buying from them. They're nice people, and they've been there for a long time, and they've got a really good jalapeno cornbread already mixed. So you just oh, have to I've never add had your that. red ingredients. Huh. You've never had yeah. jalapeno cornbread? I love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take it and put a little bit of canned corn in with it and, you know, and then have it with some uh, a white bean chicken chili. Remember when we were kids and you could get this canned corn called Mexicali corn? Yes. And it was corn with little bits of little, peppers in it. Little red peppers in it. Yeah. <laughs> Mexicali. I have been looking at these vintage, these homes and and general stores and places that these people go that have been abandoned and just left exactly the way they were. Oh, yeah. I love so seeing I that stuff. Put it, I'll play that when I have time, usually in the evening when I'm trying to sleep and shouldn't be watching television. I will put YouTube on the television and that's what I'll watch is somebody walking through these abandoned houses. And uh, this one, one episode, this fella went into this general store and I was looking at the art that was everywhere. Everything was a work of art. Oh, it was. Uh, And we, we didn't, I'm sure nobody realized at the time. And it was just, the, the colors were really muted, of course, but you could see even the bar of soap wrapped in paper just would have this most beautiful design on the outside of it. And there were the, the flower bags that looked so pretty that they made dresses out of and, you know, stuff like that. And when it comes to like your canned vegetables, there were little works of art on, on the sides of these cans. And I just thought it was so pretty. And somewhere along the way, we have plenty of artwork but it doesn't have the same effect i don't think no and there was art everywhere then you know in the advertising there was art and the buildings were art artful and now we're just doing it as cheaply as we can to to do whatever we can it's a scientific you know it's all backed by the science of manipulating people into spending money Yes. But back then there was, I don't know, it just seemed more playful. The bur- Now, not that I have ever seen the Burma Shave series because I'm not quite that age, <laughs> but I've read all about it and I've seen photographs and 
when I was on Route 66, they, they had some stuff like that uh, set up. But those, you, you remember those campaigns that would go kind of cross country and they talk about this product or that place. Do you remember Pedro's on the way to the beach? No, I don't. Pedro's. Did you ever go to Myrtle Beach and make like a pilgrimage? No, we uh, we always went to uh, Isle of Palms. Okay. Well, I don't think I ever went to Myrtle Beach as a child. Oh, well, now, what you miss, <laughs> there's a place called, it's Pedro's, I think it is. Yeah, it's Pedro's. And for several miles at least, and I'm not sure, I'll look it up and, and know a little bit more about it by the time the podcast comes out, but they had a billboard campaign and it would, a lot of the billboards were 3D. They'd have like a model of a mouse with a sombrero. Wow. Cheesy saying on the billboard. And it was great. And then you'd get, here's the exit. You're finally at this exit. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, now you actually Pedro. stop at Pedro's. It is the cheesiest little place. It is awful. It's like I would I would not want to eat anything there because I'm pretty sure that I'd get food poisoning. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that, but it just did not give the best impression. And it just had like a cheesy little motel, and and it's still there. And it's I so love cool. it. That's great. It's a tradition now. I stop there and get pictures whenever I drive past there if, I, if I'm going that direction. Yeah, and there was another one around here. And, of course, we had the Sea uh, Rock City. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, all that stuff, kind of East Tennessee crazy stuff. Yeah, Sea Rock City. And that's uh, that was one of my favorites, too. I like seeing that. And then there were a bunch of Christian ones, too. Oh, my grandfather. Yeah, my, and my grandfather always gave us money if I was traveling in that direction. To go to Christus Garden. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We always went to Christus Garden. <laughs> well, did you know that Selby's dad was a sign painter? And he was one, one of the ones that painted by hand. He actually was a oh, sign painter. how nice. And Selby uh, traveled with him uh, during the summertime when he was a child. Now, I don't know how many summers, you know, but he would spend some time with him. And that's kind of where he got his interest in art, I guess. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Everybody in Selby's family is some sort of artist. That's but, wonderful. Yeah, but it is. He, he has an appreciation for old-timey sign art. And that has a lot to do with, like, our photos for the band and stuff. Oh, that's yeah. Kind of, you know, yeah. Follow that. I like that kitschy kind of art too, as you can tell. <laughs> when are y'all gonna do a show? Well, as a matter of fact, I literally have, and I can show you and prove it. I have twelve messages on my phone right now, and they're all from the band confirming the times that they're back. They're coming. They're all coming back from vacations and stuff. Oh, got it. Yeah. So we're all jonesing. That little voice is so spooky. It we is. Hi. Yeah, it's now you're recording. Yes. La 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's good, isn't it? Because sometimes 
I'm just telling you, girl, sometimes me and you, we just we need to chill out. Yeah. yeah. We need to chillax a little bit. To chillax. I like yeah. to think that I'm pretty laid back, but, you know, I have my moments, especially lately. So you, you, yeah. you pick by gardening. I, yeah, I just, I just don't do that real well. The chillaxing or the gardening? Yeah. I think you do fine the in the garden. Well, I used to think I did uh, gardening pretty well, but this year, not so much. Well, I know, are you going to go outside today in the heat? Well, once it cools off, I'd like to go out and do a little bit in my little kitchen garden. So that will I will do. And of course, I've been putting clothes on the line when there's sun. So I have been out, but it's going to get hotter tomorrow. And the weekend's supposed to be very hot. It's supposed to be extremely hot over the weekend. Yeah. I expect that it'll turn into storms at some point. <clears throat> we're we are getting ready. Uh, the Mother Grove Goddess Temple and the Unitarian Universalist Cups group here in town is having a yard sale on the last Saturday of this month from one to five over at the big UU church on Charlotte Street. So yeah. I'm going to spend some time on Saturday boxing up stuff for that. Uh, and then I'm heading up to the high country to see my youngin. Oh, right. So it'll be a little bit cooler up there. Plus, she has uh, AC in her house. You know, she's not primitive like her mother. <laughs> she has got a dishwasher and air conditioning and all that fancy stuff. I think uh, for me, I like air conditioning and I like a dishwasher, especially now that I know that it really is not. The new ones are not water hogs like the old ones were. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Yeah, they actually are fine, um, but that's kind of the least important amenity is the dishwasher. The refrigerator, on the other hand. <laughs> now, when's the fella coming to fix it for you? Well, I guess if his mom lets him out, uh, he'll be there tomorrow, but I think he's like 17 and using a driver's permit is what I think. But everybody looks young to me uh, anymore, but he really... This fellow really is young, and he's also works for the only company in town that's qualified to work on that kind of refrigerator. Is what I found out. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I know. I mean, I called I called several several places. So uh, my fingers are crossed that the youth of today understand te the technology of yesterday of thirteen years ago, anyway, and that uh, it'll get fixed tomorrow. I'm hoping. Oh, I hope so, too. That's a long time to go without. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's why I had to send you that thing I saw today because they made it sound so, I mean, it is kind of creepy. But it was like this young couple, they buy a house in the country, an old house has to be fixed up. Then they went into the attic and they found all these photographs and they realized oh, some of the people in those photographs are dead. <laughs> and I just, you know, I just had to laugh. Oh, it was so creepy. It was so this. It's like, have you ever heard of the Victorians? Have you yeah. read anything about them? You big ignorant bozo. Uh, probably not. No. Probably not. I kept thinking, well, are they going to tell us what the deal is? You know, did they find out that all these 
images belong to a, you know a serial killer who went in and took a photograph afterwards or something uh, but it was not it was just some you know old photographs and some of them were post-mortem yes exactly yeah so post-mortem is uh you know it's not standard today we don't have to today because everybody has the ability to take photographs today with their phone right. to, or their camera or whatever. It's just not out of reach. But back then you might get one photograph in your lifetime and it'd be after you were dead. <laughs> the photographers went from town to town. Some of them anyway, the bigger cities would have their own, but uh-huh. air type or um, CDV, some of them took many minutes where you had to sit still. Well, that's why postmortems photograph so well. They're very still. But, and that's why sometimes you'll look at these cartavistas or daguerreotypes or tin types or whatever. And if they have children or animals, they'll look like a blur. It's because they moved. So it is a little, I mean, it's not something that we do nowadays. But you know what? I have seen plenty of people or I know of plenty of people, let's say that, who have gone to a funeral and discreetly taken a photograph. Oh, me too. Absolutely. So why it's such a big deal, I don't know. (laughs) People are strange. (laughs) Politicians are wicked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, I mean, it is, it it just is, as you say, it is what it is. is. And if you... You know, if you hadn't seen your great grandma in 20 years and and the only time you could get home because now you live in, I don't know, Japan and you get home for the funeral. Yeah, you might want to just take a little picture. I don't know. Well, I remember. I remember when people would ask or, or excuse me, when people would describe the person in the funeral home and they say, oh, she looked good. She looked yeah. so nice, you know. She was so pretty. She oh, was so they good. they did such a good job, didn't mm-hmm. they? Yeah, that's yeah. And then sometimes they did not do a good job, right. and that happened with well, somebody who I will not name. That the family got, they went for visitation, and they did not like the way the body was made up. Mm-hmm. And they went to the funeral home director and said, "You're gonna have to fix this because we cannot have an open casket with that." And they had to redo it. Really? Yep. So they're, you know, they're judging. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, listen, I know I need to let you go. And we've been winding down. I know. We've been doing that dang Appalachian goodbye. But I've got, Lossie, i got to get some supper going somewhere, somehow. Yeah. I, I do need to start thinking about it too. And listen, uh, I've been thinking about Ilsa. I know you have too. And yes, hey does, Ilsa, we love you. We do. And she does such a great job for us at, she does. Uh, over at the at the Weirdlings page. Yeah, you know? and it's it's time. I think I said this a couple of weeks ago. It's time for us to run one of those crazy giveaway things. Yeah, let's do it. Now that I'm home, I'm gonna gather up some stuff so we can yeah. give us a giveaway. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll look around, and if I see the yard man, I'll ask him to look around, and we'll right. see if we have anything for, for the yard sale. I, he, I don't know. I really don't know. My buddy is getting ready to move, and so who knows what could pop up there. 
Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Well, we'll find out tonight at eight o'clock in prime time. Y'all, it's bad. It's bad over here. Well, youngin, go make some supper and I will do the same. And yeah. we, will, we will hold hold on to staying cool if we can. I'll turn all the fans on, the ceiling fans, and sit here with some lemonade and, and a hand fan, a funeral home fan. That'd be good. How about you? Just staying well, cool. I'm, I'm very lucky to uh, have some air conditioning that I'm sitting in. Oh, it feels nice. That's yeah. very nice. It is. I'm very lucky, and I know it. So I guess I will let you go and figure out some supper myself and get ready to sit down and pay attention to what happens tonight on the two. Oh, yes. Yep. Yes, ma'am. I may have to make myself a great big old glass of wine to drink with that. <laughs> call me if you want to. Especially if you drink too much wine and you're watching it, please call me. Because <laughs> I'm so funny then. <laughs> no, because you're going to be letting it all hang out at that point. I want to hear it. I want to vent with you about it. I do. So, And I, and I know we'll, we will. So, <laughs> Absolutely we will. And you're funny, that too. So I'll y'all, you y'all, we love you. Thanks yeah. for listening. We, we are going to try to give you some hard facts and some fun facts and try to get a little balance. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals. <laughs>